In today's show, we're looking ahead to week five in the NBA. The schedule, streaming, weekly ads, weekly sits, all of that stuff. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter, as always, at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Let's look ahead to week five in the NBA, how the schedule plays out, what you can do about that, how that makes sense in weekly leagues and daily changes leagues. It's important to understand how all those things work and what what games are on what days and how the differences in schedules manifest. Let's talk about it. Week five. We've got a pretty busy week. Um, 19 teams play four games. So that's yeah, the vast majority. It's almost two-thirds of the teams that are playing four games this week. It makes the teams that play fewer than that yeah, decidedly worse off in terms of you know, start and sit decisions and where their value lies. So 10 teams play three games. And unfortunately, the San Antonio Spurs, they play just two games this week. So it's going to, you know, the value of adding a Devin Vassell um, is going to be really muted. Your Thad Youngs and your Drew Eubankses you got them, Pirtle might return for one of those games. So you know, having those players on your roster, I think Vassell is a hold, by the way, um, just you know, through this week, but the value is not really there. But guys like Eubanks, with only two games and maybe only one start and maybe not even one start, I reckon you could move on in that sort of a situation. Maybe Thad, not as cut and dry with Thad as it is with, say, Eubanks. Um, it's going to make it tough for slumping players like Derek White who's not playing well at all. I still have some faith in White getting better because I don't think that his shooting numbers are this going to be this bad. Like he's nine percentage point worse from the free throw line. He's shooting 37% from the field and 31 from three. And even if he's not a good shooter, we expect you know, to be 41-42 from the field, 34-35 from three, and probably get back over 80. He's still blocking shots, getting assists, and getting steals in higher value. My problem is he's losing confidence. The usage has gone down from last season, which is a huge surprise, like down by from like 22 to 17. And yeah, that's that's not ideal. And the worry there is that he could, and he has at times, starting to lose minutes and not being closing lineups. That's where the worry comes in. I am still holding Derek White with understanding that those percentages should come up, but there is a real risk of those percentages coming up. But because of the confidence has been lost, the minutes go as well. I think that is a real risk with him, just to go you know, on a little bit of a tangent there when talking about the Spurs. In terms of what the games or who's playing the games this week, um, the four-game teams, we're talking Pacers, Clippers, Wolves, Celtics, Magic, Knicks, Bulls, Wizards, Lakers, Warriors, Suns, Nuggets, Thunder, Kings, Pistons, Heat, Raptors, Mavericks, Pelicans. That order that I just read those out in, I should have told you this before, that is in order of easiest to hardest schedule. The three-game team, same sort of order. The Rockets play three. The Bucks, the Hawks, the Grizzlies, the Nets, Jazz, Blazers, 
Hornets, Cavs, and Sixers all play three games this week. Some other schedule anomalies. The Wolves play all four of their games at home, as do the Pistons, whereas the Raptors and the Magic are on the road for four games. Of the three-game teams, the Rockets and the Sixers play all three of theirs on the road, whereas the Bucks, the Hawks, the Nets, and the Blazers all play their three games at home, while the Spurs' two games, they are on the road. So not ideal there, but we'll talk more about that Spurs situation in a second. Let's look at how the schedule plays out in terms of a by-day by basis. We've got a busy Monday and a busy Wednesday. So 11 games on Monday, 11 games on Wednesday. Very hard to use those days as streaming days, but the others you probably can, especially a three-game Tuesday, a six-game Thursday. Nine on Friday and nine on Saturday is interesting. Usually, look, nine is my cutoff. Anything over nine is really hard to stream. Nine is okay most of the time, and you probably will have at least one active roster spot available. And then five on Sunday. So theoretically, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday are streaming days for us this week. Forget Wednesday, forget Monday. And that's where the importance of when games are played versus how many games are played for, for weekly uh, leagues or for daily changes leagues is important. Your Pacers play four games. They've got their easiest schedule, except two of their four games come on Monday and Wednesday. So a player like a Chris Duarte, a TJ McConnell perhaps, the two of their games, they might be your 11th or 12th best player. Therefore, you get two games out of them for the week. Contrast that with the Clippers, who all four of their four games are on the low volume days. So a Nick Batuma, Reggie Jackson, Ivica Zubats, Terrence Mann, you have four games of Terrence Mann versus maybe two games active of Chris Duarte. Now you, you take the four over the two there every day. So that's important to be able to note. So we're really, the streaming we're looking there is Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, with the key streaming days being Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, and Friday, Saturday, it's going to be really dependent on how your roster looks. And this, you know, when I give these days saying yeah, it's nine games is a good, is an okay streaming day, that is if you're using a standard split, a 10-3 split, 10 active and three reserve guys split. That gives you more um, more value, if also more, more ability to have those active roster spots there. If you're in a situation where you have um, yeah, more more bench spots available to you. It makes the likelihood of you having active roster spots or active spots available even lower. So the further you go from a 10-3 split, if you go to a 10-5 split, then a nine-game day is probably going to be harder for you to have um, open roster spots. That's just It's not always the case, and you can't cover everybody that way, but that is a general rule when... Um, when looking at these things. Price picks. I've got to tell you about that. That is NBA DFS at its best. Steve S made easy. Has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. More NBA DFS props than any other DFS prop provider price picks does. And it's not just the superstars. It's the end of the bench guys getting just a few minutes per game as well. Whatever prop you can think of, blocks, assists, points, rebounds, threes, price picks has it. And when you go to sign up, you can use the promo code NBA. You get 100% instant match deposit up to $100. How it works is you pick two to five players, get their individual props, whatever it is you want, pick the over, pick the under, 
combine them together and you can get up to 10 times your entry. And it doesn't just have to be basketball. You can do multi-sport entries as well. So throw a uh, Tom Brady over-under touchdown prop in with a Steph Curry over-under props prop together in that one uh, entry and see how you go. Enter via their app, really easy, under 60 seconds to get an uh, entry in and the withdrawals are safe and fast. So don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com and use the promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. We all know this familiar problem. We watch live sports somewhere. We watch our other shows on another device. We watch our highlights on our phone and then we use our neighbor's login to get something else. It's all over the place. There's too much hassle. There's too much confusion. I want to tell you about a way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It is called Direct TV Stream and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required and content varies by package. Let's look at some streaming options for the week or how we can go about streaming for the week. As I already mentioned, the Clippers have a great week, four games. This is two weeks in a row where their streaming schedule has been absolutely elite. They play on Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. So you add a fringe Clippers guy, Zubats, Man, Batum, Jackson. Not that Batum and Jackson are really fringe guys. They should be rostered anyway. Eric Bledsoe. You add him, and you can get four games out of them. And the same goes for the Warriors. Now, the Warriors are a little bit harder because they don't have a ton of fringe guys. You know, Poole, Curry, Green, these are all rostered players. Wiggins, rostered players. Maybe you're looking at Gary Payton. And someone uh, messaged me about a name for him, calling him the Doctor. I think it was Mitch, um, which I love. The Doctor. The Doctor, Gary Payton. Because apparently he finds the name the Mitten offensive. Sorry, guys. Let's go with the Doctor. And if you don't know what the, the Doctor means... Um, I don't know if you guys call them this in America, but this is your general local doctor. Just over here, we call him a GP for general practitioner. So GP, Gary Payton, the doctor. The doctor, Gary Payton. I really like it. Mitch, if it was you, I apologize if it's not you, but I should should have checked that. Uh, the doctor, Gary Payton. He's an interesting stream option for them. Um, you're not going to be streaming like a Kaminga or uh, a Moses Moody or anyone like that. When you look at Modi Moody, Modi Moody, Modi Moody, Modi Moody, Modi Moody. Yeah, they're not the sort of guys you're going to be able to stream in. But maybe a Damian Lee if he gets healthy, Otto Porter, Andre Iguodala. They're probably more for fourteen team leagues. But the four games is interesting there. And then the Nuggets, Raptors, Jazz, and Sixers all have three quality games. Everyone else has either two or one, and the vast majority of the league has two. So the Nuggets, Raptors, Jazz, and Sixers. So when we're looking at streaming. For the week, yeah, adding Nuggets players, Jeff Green, the big stiffy, Bona Highland, the Raptors, you know, the big sneeze, Precious Achua, Ken Birch, those guys, the Jazz, Jordan Clarkson, Joe Ingles, Hassan Whiteside, the Sixers, Nyang, Korkmaz, Curry. Yeah, you'll see the difference there in the Sixers three game, because the Sixers play three games, all of them are quality games. Look, that's that's what's important there. But in a weekly league, their three games is nowhere near as important. Like it's, they become one of the worst teams for the week. So it is a big difference between a daily changes league and a weekly changes league. We look at back-to-backs and how they play out for the week. Um, Tuesday, Thursday, 
I'm not going to look at the ones including the high volume day, so no Monday, no Wednesday, but Tuesday, Thursday, the pseudo back-to-back. The Clippers, the Warriors, the Jazz, the Sixers, and the Spurs all play Tuesday and then again Thursday. So when you're looking to add players, we'll talk about a streaming plan more in a second. But when you're adding guys, if you add those guys on the Tuesday, you get two games for the price of one addition. Thursday, Friday, we've got the Clippers, Warriors, Nuggets, and Raptors all playing that Thursday, Friday actual back-to-back. Friday, Saturday, the two nine-game days in a row, huge back-to-back numbers. Pacers, Magic, Thunder, Kings, Pelicans, Bucks, and Hornets. Yeah, you've got to be careful there, I guess, with the Bucks. If Brooke Lopez does return, you'd imagine he sits out one of those. I don't think anyone else, is, or Derek Favors, will sit out for the Thunder. Not too much else to worry about in terms of sitting back-to-backs. And then Saturday, Sunday, it's the Knicks. So maybe Kemba sits. He hasn't sit, sat every back-to-back, but he will sit some. And yeah, they're the only team who has that back-to-back on the weekend is the New York Knicks on the Saturday, Sunday. If we look at a streaming plan, so this is trying to get the most out of our ads. Let's assume a standard week has four waiver wire acquisitions. Your league might have seven, your league might have five, you might have two, I don't know. But a standard is usually four. So on Monday, there's 11 games on. So we're not really looking, I've got to add someone for the Monday. Now, it's always important to be looking long-term with, with ads as well, but winning each week, to have your best chance of winning each week, it is about streaming. So... If you add a Clippers or a Warriors player, you can add them Monday, because again, you're not going to really have that roster spot available. Add them Monday. You can add them you know, straight after Sunday's game starts if you want. That's what you do. And you get one, you get four games out of one waiver acquisition. So I would be looking to add probably two guys there, whether that's two Clippers players, maybe it's Bledsoe and Mann, maybe it's Bledsoe and Kennard or whoever it is, and you get four games there from that a- acquisition. Um, maybe it is... I don't know, who. maybe it's Kevon Looney in a deep league, Andre Iguodala or Otto Porter or someone like that, or it is the Dr. Gary Payton in a deeper league for the Warriors with those four games. Then the second thing I would do is use some of my other waiver ads on Thursday, right? Because Thursday, Friday, Sunday, the Nuggets and the Raptors play three games, three low volume days. They're the only two teams that in those final four days of the week play three games that don't include the Clippers and the Warriors because we've already talked about them. They play the three games in four days there at the end. So you're looking at Jeff Green, looking at Bones Highland. You're looking at maybe PJ Dozier. You're looking at, yeah, I don't even, who else is, yeah, not many other guys there. Maybe it's Zeke Naji, but I doubt it. Um, and the Raptors, we talked about those guys already. So theoretically, if you use two ads at the start of the week on the Clippers, that's eight games for two waiver moves. And then use your next two moves on the Thursday for for two Nuggets and Raptors guys. That's four waiver acquisitions for 14 games. Now, if you think about using your four waiver acquisitions just on single game pickups, you get four games out of that. I'm going to add someone for Tuesday. Then I'm going to drop that guy. Then I'm going to add yeah. And I'm going to add someone on Thursday. Then I'm going to drop that guy. And I'm going to add someone on Friday. That's four games you get if you don't plan it out. But if you do plan it out, you get 14 games from those four moves. And often it is it is useful to keep a move for a Sunday just to attack a category or to have one up your hand in case, up your sleeve, sorry, in your hand, up your sleeve, to have um, in case a hot free agent appears or an injury occurs that opens up value. But if you want the most value out of your waiver moves this week, that's what you do. You, you could even, if there were enough players, like if you wanted to use three waiver moves early on, you could grab three Clippers guys, Man, Bledsoe, Canard, get 12 moves for three. If there was four, you could get 16 moves for four, uh, 16 games for four moves, which is gigantic, but that's probably unlikely. And then you, and you can attack the Nuggets Raptors Thursday if you want. The other way to do it 
is you can look at getting two games from the Tuesday-Thursday combination, which is the Spurs, Jazz, and Sixers, not including those ones I mentioned earlier. So it's a different way of looking at it. And then you get the Friday-Sunday combination, and 18 teams play that Friday, uh, Friday, sorry, Friday-Saturday-Sunday mix. There's 18 teams that play two games over those final three days, so finding that. Now, obviously, that's not as many good games. It is... Um, four games for two acquisitions, which is nowhere near as good as, as what we're getting up ahead here. But it is a different way of going about it if you don't have value there in the Clippers or Warriors, Nuggets and Raptors. But that's the way to go about it. Clippers, Warriors, Nuggets, Raptors, or just literally like three Clippers and, and one Warriors guy, something like that. That is how you maximize games for the week ahead. In terms of um, front and back loading, we have got... No games on the weekend for the following three teams. The Cavs, the Nets, and the Spurs. They do not play this weekend. Well, they don't play Saturday, Sunday. With the Spurs, I, should, I mentioned them before. They've only played two games. Both of their games are on low-volume days, though. So if you do have your Vassells, or if you were considering dropping Derek White, or you do have Eubanks or Young, like they, you do get them on low-volume days, so they are usable. Now, of course, the, the Youngs and Eubanks might be impacted by Pirtle coming back on Thursday. And then you get one good game out of them, but you still get two two uses out of them, which is the equivalent of a Wolves player who has two quality games out of their four games. So that while the two games, and it's more important for weekly leagues, the two games, the two games for the Spurs is not great. The fact that they're on low volume days is actually significantly better than say the Hawks who play one game on a low volume day. So bear that in mind. And then to begin the week, the Hornets and the Bucks don't play until Wednesday. So they miss out on that big Monday. They miss out on the Tuesday. It's not really, you're not going to drop a guy because I don't play those two days. We just thought it was important um, to mention that. It is also important for me to mention that Bilpa is the new Thanksgiving holiday dessert. Thanksgiving is about family. It's about food, but sometimes it's about high calorie food. And some of us, we've got to try and watch our weight. We don't want to eat too many calories and blow out our pants. Instead of a slice of pie, which of course is delicious. There's also a delicious Bilt Bar, 300 calories for a slice of pie, if at least, at least, it's going to be way more. Whereas a Bilt Bar, we're talking 130 calories, low carb, low sugar, low fat, and high protein. And these bars are covered in 100% chocolate. So bring a box of Bilt Bars to your Thanksgiving di- dinner. People might look at you funny. They go, what are you bringing these for? And you go, trust me, guys, this is low calorie, but it's bloody delicious. You're going to love it. So go to the website, built.com. Check out all the flavors. They're going to release great flavors this month as well. There's a pumpkin one out at the moment, cherry lime, which I'm dying to taste. Built by, let's go. Um, go to built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15, and you can save 15% off of Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Let's look at weekly leagues now and some players that we can add for the, um, for the upcoming week. These are guys that I think if they are available and you add them, you will be able to start them this week. I think Patrick Beverly is a must-add regardless, but with four games this week, again, in a daily changes league, the Wolves' schedule has two quality games only, not as good, but in a week league, you've got four games, and there's good enough value to start someone like Patrick Beverly. Wasn't a great start to the week for Tony Bradley with the Bulls, but the matchup against the Warriors was horrid. There's going to be no um, Nikola Vucevic for this week, as he is out with uh, with COVID. It's Vucevic. So I think Bradley's worth grabbing and probably starting with four games. You might get 100 minutes out of him for the week. Jay Crowder, oh, we know the risk with him. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. But four games is pretty nice. Um, Chimezi Metu, we talked about him a few days ago saying, I reckon there's a chance he's going to start. He started. He put up good numbers. I think he's an ad. 
he's definitely a 14-team league ad. And with the Kings playing four games this week, I think he has enough value to be a top 120 player for this week at least. Dorian Finney-Smith, we know he's been shit-house most of the season, but things did come together last game. And with four games on, there's value there. And don't scoff, but Killian Hayes is the 155th ranked player over the last two weeks. The shooting is atrocious. He's one of the worst offensive shooting players I've ever seen. But he's getting massive steals and massive assists. Well, not massive, but pretty bloody good assists. And with four games on, with his minutes pushing up, with his four games, legit, you might get 10 steals this week. You might get 25 assists. And that, you know, we can talk about how Chris Paul on assists and steals is like a top 12 player. And Ricky Rubio's assists and steals value has tons of value. And obviously, he's doing more now. Hayes is doing what those sort of guys... Well, yeah, Rubio in the past. Hey, you can always look at Rubio as a last pick, even if he's playing 22 minutes because assists and steals. That's what Hayes is doing. Don't get too excited about it. So I'm not saying that he's a must-grab or anything like that. But for this week, with four games, and the fact that things are trending up, it's looking okay for him. These are guys to sit for category leagues for the week. Um, all Spurs players. I wouldn't even bother with DeJounte Murray with only two games and almost 20 teams playing four games. You'll find better options. I know Murray's been killing it. And I don't, it's not the wrong decision to start him, but with two games, it makes it hard. Um, I think you've got to sit someone like uh, Jordan Clarkson, if you still got him. J-O-R-D-A-N-C-L-A-R-K-S-O-N. I wouldn't even say he's must roster him, but if you still have him, you sit him. Dylan Brooks with only three games, maybe limited coming back from the injury again. We know he sat out um, with the, with the uh, return from injury management situation. I would sit him this week. I would sit Alperen Sengun. I would sit Kelly Oubre. Joel Embiid and Jalen Brown. They probably returned from injury this week, but I wouldn't want to start them in weekly leagues. If we go now to points leagues, some weekly ads, some similar names there with Patrick Beverly, Jay Crowder, and Tony Bradley, and Shemezi Metu. But Darius Baisley's playing at a higher level. Four games on, makes sense to add him. Lou Dort, similarly. Same schedule, of course. And Terrence Mann with the Clippers. We already talked about the benefits of the Clippers' daily changes schedule, but with four games on for the week. Terrence Mann has some value in um, uh, weekly leagues also. And then lastly, for points leagues for the week, we are, again, sitting Spurs. Again, Murray's the only one who it's close with. Um, I would sit Kemba Walker for the Knicks this week. Uh, his production's obviously up and down, and you know I can't really trust it. They do have four games, but there is a back-to-back, so there is a risk he sits one of those. I would sit Clarkson, Rob Covington, Seth Curry with only three games. And then, of course, Embiid and Jalen Brown returning from their absences. Guys, that will do it for today's show. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you're on YouTube, give a thumbs up. Leave a comment down below. Whatever comment you want, just drop it down below. Guys, we're done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.